Hi, my name's Hudson, and I'm a geoholic. Howdy, everybody. This is Nick Smolovsky bringing you guys another Bad Elf Tech Minute with the Geoholics crew. Uh, today, we want to quickly talk about um, something that affects not only the geospatial community, but honestly, the community as a whole. And what I'm going to talk about is global supply chains. I know, pretty much the most fun, uh, exciting thing you've ever taken a class in, maybe in college or talked to a professor about. But no, global supply chains are really important. And ever since COVID-19, the world has uh, looked markedly different. And um, I was talking to some of the guys at Bad Elf. We used to, for an example, um, we'd estimate eight weeks to get any type of componentry shipped from anywhere in the world into our uh, labs at Bad Elf. So that was eight weeks to get any type of componentry. They are now um, stating that you are at a 20-week global su- uh, supply chain um, waiting you know, time frame. And so we've more than doubled the amount of time that it's going to take to get components for every type of technology around the world. So what does this mean? Like, why is this happening? And, and the truth is people are hoarding. And so people are making stockpiles of these things on top of, you know, difficulties getting things shipped um, with closures around the world, things like that. Uh, trade wars probably don't help as well. But I'm going to throw this out there that if you are looking to purchase equipment sometime soon, or perhaps you're a manufacturer, this is something to consider. You just want to make sure that you plan ahead. You don't want to get stuck right before a project, not being able to complete what your uh, what your clients need. So just be, be aware. Global supply chains have slowed down just a little bit. Um, here recently. So at any rate, please send me an email if you guys want to chat. I'd love to hear from you. Nick at bad-elf.com. Nick at bad-elf.com. That doesn't make you feel alive, shoots. Nothing will. I need you to hit that note for me. <laughs> you got to kick me in the nuts for that one. <laughs> Welcome back, my fellow geoholics, and thanks for listening to episode 59 of the Geoholics podcast, also known as the Jack Ham. This oh, one, this one, Steelers. Was a, it was a deep yeah. cut. The the fifty nine yeah. is not a uh, well known number. So mm-hmm. when Jake gets into sports, fifty nine. You know, he can get in the Hall of Fame in no time. Uh, yes, you are correct. He was the Steelers. He was born in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, went mm. to Penn State, mm. then got drafted by the Steelers. Wow. So stayed close guy. to home. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, 1970 All-American. He was inducted in the College Hall of Fame in 1990. Mm. He was picked in the second round, 34th overall in 1971 by the Steelers. Four-time Super Bowl champion with those Steelers, you know, the Steel Curtain. Uh, Eight-time Pro Bowler, six-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro, NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 75, 1970s All-Decade Team, 100th Anniversary All-Time Team, and inducted in the Pro Hall Football Hall of Fame in 1988. Wow, yeah. I had no idea who this guy was. He's one of I those look hardcore guys that like I, pretty much played without a face mask and just like tore people up. You know, his, his picture online was a little rough. Oh and man, I, I yeah. was surprised by this one. Fifty nine was a deep cut for me. Yep, yep. Good choice though. Hey, it's the only fifty nine that came up. So yep. by default, yep, yep. Good job, Jack Ham. Yep, Jack Ham. All right, now that our Geoholics swag closet has been fully restocked, please consider joining the Geoholics fan club if you make a fifty dollar contribution 
contribution to the Geoholics GoFundMe page, you are going to receive an un I got a new word, unparalleled <laughs> Geoholics fan pack that will include the following a personal and I made this word up, a personalizable Personalizable. Mm. Geoholics t-shirt, two wristbands, two stickers, two koozies, two temporary tattoos, courtesy of Diamondback Lance Ring, and a Geoholics pint glass. If you haven't done so already, please do us a favor and subscribe to the Geoholics YouTube channel where you can connect our voices to our faces. That sure word can. That word made no sense until you said the t-shirt. Oh. And then I knew exactly <laughs> what yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Yep. Now it and makes that's sense. the correct word. Personalizable. Yep. I, don't, I don't know if it's a word or not. But Write your own name. <laughs> yep. Fill yep. in the blank. That opening number is Greta Van Fleet, not Led Zeppelin. The name of the song is The Safari Song. Uh, they are an American rock band from Frankenmuth, Michigan, formed in 2012 by the Kizka Brothers, Josh, mm-hmm. Jake, Sam, and uh, another kid by the name of Danny Wagner. Their debut signal, Highway Tune, topped the Billboard U.S. Mainstream Rock and Active Rock charts in September 2017 for four weeks in a row. These guys like hit the big time and like immediately it was crazy. Their debut full-length studio album, Anthem of Peaceful Army, was released in 2018 and topped the Billboard Rock charts in the first week after its release. The band's EP, From the Fires, won the 2019 Grammy Award for Best Rock Album. I actually saw these this band mm-hmm. they're fucking terrible live were they, <laughs> just here? they were just here right no it was probably a year or two ago and they're young kids they're though, kids they're, yeah. they're like kids yeah no doubt about it but like every song sounded the same it's just that guy screaming the whole time you know they're, I, they're no zeppelin no they were try they to, be. He he tried to be River? no they're at um marquee okay with marquee yeah pretty small venue i mean it's pretty cool but i mean honestly it's probably the first show that i can remember in a really long time that we actually left early. Oh, really? Like, this is so bad. Yeah, it was uh, bad. Unfortunate. <laughs> it was unfortunate. I've but. heard them from, like, Howard and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, they sound good, yeah, but yeah, right, the yeah. live is no point now, huh? No, I mean, and the sound was okay, but it's just, like, it seemed like, you know, you know how you were talking about... Um, jam bands? Jam bands, uh, every song uh, sounding the same. Dave That's kind of uh, how this was, yeah. I mean, it's like every song was just that, you know, the main guy, Josh, I think, the singer, yeah. just, like, screaming, you know, like, at the top of his lungs. I'm like, oh, I can only take so much of this. He needs his attention. He does, yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Let's uh, recognize our friends of the program, uh, Bad Elf GPS. Check out their website, bad-elf.com. And, of course, thanks to Dr. Nick Smolowski and the Bad Elf Tech, for the Bad Elf Tech Minute, I should say. Mentioned that you heard about the new Flex GNSS receiver on the G-Hawks and receive 100 bucks off your purchase. And a badass health health elf hat <laughs> like the one that shoots is currently wearing i i currently sport regularly Dude, i am making up words tonight i know <laughs> the health <laughs> uh next up we have land surveyors united the largest global community of geomatics professionals on the <laughs> internet with over seventy thousand members check them out at landsurveyorsunited.com take uh five minutes become a member figure out all the fun that you can have and download the geoholics app it's like a geomatics playground, basically. It, it really is. Yeah. You can go in there and have a good time. Absolutely. If you're a nerd, enjoy the heck out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> and next we have LiDAR News, the virtual home of the LiDAR industry. The LiDAR News team focuses on the application of technology to solve 3D problems. Check them out at LiDARnews.com. And Parkland College, their land survey program in Champaign, Illinois. Corey Allred, the two score... Uh, excuse me, two schedule options, which provide opportunities to both traditional and working adults to achieve a certificate or associate's degree in land surveying. And you can find out more about them at parkland.edu slash surveying. 
and 2021 friend of the program. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Resigned. Yep. Next, we have Unifly. Scott Ohana and his team have developed a one-stop UAV shop. Check out the How We Work link at unifli.aero to find out more. And we have Diamondback Land Surveying. We cannot forget Trent Keenan, specializing in residential, commercial, and public works projects. Their corporate office is located in Las Vegas with their license to work across the West. Also proud sponsor and brand ambassador of Get Kids Into Survey. You can find out more about both of them at diamondbacklandsurveying.com and getkidsintosurvey.com. Next, we have Advanced Geodetic Surveys, Inc., Find them at agsgps.com. They have unbeatable deals on new and used equipment, equipment rentals and supplies. In fact, if you go to agsgps.com forward slash shop and use promo code GEO15, you'll receive 15% off all regular priced field supplies, accessories, and safety equipment. And while you're there, check out the Sherp ATV rentals. We're going to have to do that one of these days. we got this YouTube channel now. I feel like like Jake could uh, be the captain of that boat. Good. (laughs) You can sail a Sherp. Exactly. And we have Tiger Supplies, a surveying, construction, and engineering superstore with over 15,000 products featuring the top brands such as Leica, Top Gun, Spectra, and much more. Tiger will get you the equipment you need to get the job done right. Use the promo code GEO15 for 15% off any Adair Pro item. Uh, It's tripods, bipods, prisms, prism poles, flagging tape, survey markers, and much more. Check them out. Tigersupplies.com. I just noticed that in the script that I have uh, biopods. Biopods? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's another new word. Hey, <laughs> at least I can read. <laughs> my, my brain just looks past that and keeps on reading. Uh, next, we have Cyanic Automation. These guys are doing awesome stuff with survey companies up in Canada, developing new ways to collect daily work records and timesheets directly from the field, automate invoicing, search jobs by legal addresses, stuff like that. Check out JobBook pretty catchy name by going to their website getjobbook.com also tell them you heard about it from the geoholics and they'll give you 20 percent off your first year subscription also a 2021 friend of the program we're just well there are a few others in there that we yeah I know, we I did not mention but to be announced but yeah exactly we're, keep, we're keeping some secrets here yeah yeah, yeah. we got some big <laughs> things on big things on the horizon all right uh here we are this evening at the uh cobb fenley sue sue studio quick shameless plug cobb fenley is a full service civil firm whose mission is to collaborate with employees and clients to provide engineering solutions that further their commitment to growth in the community check them out at cobb Fenley, that's C-O-B-B-F-E-N-D-L-E-Y dot com to find out more. Let's quickly catch up with the boys a little bit. Producer Jake, what's new, man? Um, I want to share a little something that I've been following the past couple of weeks and I've been kind of excited about. I know I've talked to you guys about it and I think that I've... Are you pregnant? No. Thank oh. God. <laughs> I no. had high hopes. <laughs> not as fun. Sailing related, <laughs> not pregnant related. But I think we mentioned it one time and it could have been on our Bubbles podcast um, but it's that Vende Globe. It's it started a couple weeks ago, and it's the mm. solo endurance mm. sail around the mm-hmm. world. So there's like 20, 25 sailors that are sailing around the world. Every morning I get up and I'm checking, and there's that the live map with all the weather and seeing these guys, and it's crazy. So anyway, a lot of these people, not people, but a lot of these sailors have like, I mean, they've got an internet, and it's all mm. set up. So they're mm-hmm. checking in daily and posting these videos daily. So if you're interested in something like this, definitely check out, like, just go, just Google it. You could find all these people because some of the stuff that they're sharing, I mean, already these guys have been out there, guys and girls have been out there for like two weeks. Um, 
and just like all sorts of storms and things like that in the Atlantic. And they're making their way down um, to the Cape of South Africa. So wow. they still have a good 60, 65 more days to go. Is it solo? But solo, one person. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. And you have to have Insane. everything on there. So one of the ones that I've been watching is, and he's like one of the crowd favorite, favorites, is this Alex Thompson guy that oh, I've yeah, showed, right, showed yeah. you some videos of. I watched of. that documentary, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he's got his, and he had this, his, the whole inside of his, like, the bow of the boat is all this carbon fiber. Like, these boats are super, like, some of the, like, the most complex machines. And all this carbon fiber crack. So he's been out there gluing and laminating and doing all this sort of stuff um like and like fixing this boat while it's sailing crazy. before it hits the southern ocean so check it out i mean i've just been so like glued to it <laughs> but what i was thinking we got to get i mean there's 2025 20, some are more popular than others but yeah. there some of these people i've been noticing in these videos are doing like um podcast or not podcasts but they're like doing these like radio spots mm-hmm. with these different places because they yeah. have full internet co- connectivity hmm. so i was thinking we got to like shoot some emails out or something can you imagine if we got one of those like sailors live from like the boat like that would just be amazing oh yeah would absolutely. that make your year complete probably if we made that happen. if we got yeah. alex on I mean, we already had bubbles on I mean, yeah that was that was great but <laughs> that, that, that was pretty was, epic for you yeah i mean salvage 2020 for jake <laughs> hearing hearing the perspective from someone like that and especially because they haven't talked to anyone face to face for like two weeks and mm-hmm. they've just been I mean these guys they sleep like hour at a time like it's it's absurd but we'll see what we can do yeah check it out look it up online it, at least it's something to kind of check in here and there and it's uh, you know three months long so you don't have to sit there and watch the whole thing but you hear bits and pieces yeah no. that's awesome well i just want to point out that jake said they're not people they're sailors <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> big difference <laughs> he was Whole like oh level. these people yeah. i mean they're sailors yeah. like yeah. sailors yeah. are barely people. human yeah. oh i couldn't i couldn't oh. even imagine sleeping <laughs> not even barely sleeping on this thing not seeing how long anyone. does it take 75, 60, 75, or like, it's like 75, 80 days, actually. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Next Geoholic shirt is going to say, people are sailors, too, or sailors are people, too. (laughs) (laughs) People are sailors, too. Anyway, check it out if you're interested. It's pretty cool. it's funny. Only happens every four years, so. Yeah, crazy. Well, and then uh, there was a thing I saw online today made me think of Jake, that there is a new number two richest man in the world right now. My my guy, Your boy, Elon. He passed Bill Gates. Wow. Uh, You know... Crazy. These guys with their hundreds of billions of dollars. The mad scientist. But the two of them, you know, Bill Gates and Elon are bickering over number two, and then Bezos is just oh, miles ahead of them. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Not in the space game, though. He's trying, but he can't catch I, up. I'm hmm. not even worried about the space game. I want shit delivered <laughs> to my house every day. When I order something, I want it there the next day, and that guy is amazing uh, at it, so man. therefore he deserves to be the richest man in the world. Yeah, yeah. Ma- <laughs> Megan's been on a bit of a roll lately. I don't know what's Uh-oh. going on. Amazon? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that might be household-wide across mm, the nation. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The holidays are coming. The stock is through the roof right my now. My ring fantastic. doorbell just goes off it's left good for right you. all yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How much How much stock you got in them? Oh, gosh. I don't know how many. Um, you just buy it and never have to look at it again. And yeah, you can just much. count on it going up week to week. Pretty much. I mean, it's up like, what, 35% since I bought it? Yeah. Oh, it, it's yeah. just constantly going up. So yeah. that yeah. that's the latest that I've been following. Other than that... Yeah. whole lot of boringness. <laughs> I know I, I keep saying that, but yeah, I saw that and I thought of Jake. Keeps you out of trouble. Keeps you out of trouble. Bearing down for the holidays. Yep. Well, you we got to be good. You gotta, what's on your Christmas list? It's coming up. I have nothing on my Christmas no? list. I honestly have zero. Uh-oh. That's so weird. A new bad health hat? Or well, you guys just got that? No, no, maybe I, got, like, uh, I, got, I got this badass hat for, you know, 100 bucks or something <laughs> like that. But <laughs> <laughs> we can be bought, as we said. But yeah. no, I literally have nothing on my Christmas list. Hmm. A Sherpa uh, or 
Wait, is that a thing sure, a shirt? A shirt rental? Yeah. <laughs> just a rental. I don't wanna I don't wanna be greedy. All right. Uh but we'll, no, we'll figure it out. Everything at home has been Lego, 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 Lego. For left sure. And right. So how about yep. you, Kent? Oh gosh. Um Oh I, I Jake, I think you made a recommendation on Netflix. Uh We Are the Champions. Oh my that gosh. Show. I only watched one. That I was watched the first episode, the, the cheese Brockworth reel? uh cheese rolling yes. thing. And Talk about people we need to get on. Dude, I reached out to Flo. I, you, of course you did. I reached out to Flo. Anything and back? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. Is that where they roll the cheese yes. on the hill and they it's all chase insane. it and go nuts? Some of the most insane video I've ever seen ever. <laughs> I like broke her collarbone and it like didn't come like fuse back correct, correctly. Yeah. Like it's yeah. and then she just goes back next year and it's Did just she like, get the wheel of cheese? She's, she's one of four it, like yeah. four years in a row or yeah. four yeah, four in a row. Four in oh, a row. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the record. For women. For women, yeah. Yeah, then that that cheese wheel is totally worth it. It. But she's like she's like tumbling down the hill like a rag doll. It's just the craziest rolling. thing I've ever seen in my life. You know? Did you? So you you watched it? Obviously, yep. that thing is on a forty-five degree incline. Yeah, uh, there was one shot actually. A human do, cannot run down a forty-five yeah. degree incline. No, it's, it's they do a drone shot of it above, and obviously, if you're looking at it top down, bird's eye view, it, it just looks pretty flat. And then they start bringing the drone down, and then the drone just like you can start it like reveals the like the the real slope of it. So yeah, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Same. So hopefully, Flo, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but we're going to try to get her on. We want that wheel of cheese. We're uh, hungry. So awesome. And then the only other thing, I mean, just like in the last day or so, I heard about this. Um, did you hear about that giant metal, what do they call it, uh, oh, mystery yeah, slab? yeah, in Utah. It was a, a monolith. Monolith? Yeah, the thing's monolith. like 12 feet, 10 or 12 feet tall. You didn't see this thing? No. They Aliens. found this, this random piece of just like glossy, like straight geometric piece of metal. In like the middle of the Utah like desert, so it's like two thousand one, a space odyssey. 20, yeah, twenty twenty, a space odyssey. It's like an interstellar exactly. like. Yes. Yeah, wow. super super I, cool. I don't want to offend so, any listeners, but like jo- Joseph Smith and twenty twenty <laughs> space odyssey going together. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking it's like a Trent Keenan monument. I bet you because I know he's licensed yeah, in Utah. I, I, he, if we go to that, you go down. It's top a marketing the, thing for Diamondback. Exactly. Is, is it calf shaped? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But that's all I got. Um, safety apparel, safety share. Let's move Uh-oh. on to that. Matthew Stansberry has developed the best, I repeat, the best safety vest on the planet, also known as the party chief. If you're in the business of working outside and on construction sites, surveying, whatever you're doing, if you're not wearing this vest. Um, what are you doing? What are you doing? I yeah, have no what idea. You, what are you thinking? Check it out at safetyapparel.us. Be sure to check out all the safety apparel social media platforms for tons of picks and giveaways. And Safety Apparel has also signed on to be a friend of the program in 2021. Hi-oh. And what you got, Safety shoots? Share is spending more time with your employees and less in front of your computer. That simple. Mm, that's not simple these days. So. Uh, well, that's a challenge. Get creative. Well, yeah. maybe in front of your employees, in front of your computer, mm, collaborative Skype, tools, Zoom, whatever gotcha. you want to call yeah. it. We're on it. I like but it. as a safety manager, you may have a lot of paperwork, spreadsheets, and different software that are mm-hmm. taking up a lot of your time. Know that there are tools out there that will save you a ton of that time, and you got to take advantage of them. Make sure that your employees are empowered to take time to communicate about safety. And then you should have more time to communicate about safety and less time entering in and tracking incidents that have Mm. already taken place. Go out and interact with your employees. Good stuff. It's that simple. Good stuff. And the importance of safety has not changed because of the pandemic, that's for sure. No, and now it's just a matter of the different technologies and the way you implement it. For sure, for sure. All right, thanks for that, Shoots. Appreciate it. 
Are we are we bringing on the special guest? We are getting to our guest. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to thank you no, for the, your no, efforts. No, that was no, fantastic. no, no. The special guest that just popped up. Who's our special guest? Mr. Thompson. Is he on? He's on there. No, he's not. He is yeah. in the hospital All right, bed. Hold, hold on. Before we get to our guest for the show, <laughs> let's talk to Michael Thompson. Michael, are you there? Yeah, I'm. I'm here. In the hospital, in the gown, yep. looking sexy. <laughs> Absolutely. How the how the surgery go, buddy? Oh, it's a 100% success. Really? Um, can't do much right now, but it's, uh, you know, glad to, to get in and, uh, yeah, now. Oh, my go gosh. Back. I'm so glad you, jump, you jumped on with us. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad it went well. I mean, back surgery is no joke, that's for sure. Yep, for for sure. Um, It's, uh, yeah, I might be a little slow and I have a bad internet connection, so I'll probably just mute out for the rest of the episode, but uh, thanks for thanks for checking in and. Yeah, no, thank you for joining us. I know uh, you've had a big day. Uh, uh, hopefully you're feeling no pain right now. Yeah, uh, actually just a shout out to uh, Bruce Goodham, one of my mentors there. He's actually covering my business while I'm while I'm out. So um, big, big shout out to him. And uh, yeah, have a have a great episode. He's a, he's a good guy, that Bruce. Uh, it's a good Absolutely. guy, though. Glad to hear it. Yep. <laughs> Glad everything went well, Mike. Well, yep. it, it, and uh, Michael's up in Canada, right? So yeah. that was yep. all that was a free surgery right there. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> yeah, I just got I just got served a nice tea here, you know. I didn't even have to ask for it. They just kind of do it. Nice. Wow. Oh nice. my goodness. Those Canadians are so nice. Oh, the, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, it took me like 11 months to get my surgery. It would have been 2 weeks down there, so uh, it would have cost go. you a whole lot more, so I'd take the time. So what you're the, saying is you're paycheck. you're not essential, is what you're saying. Well, I consider you essential. <laughs> you're essential to me. Yeah. All right, hey, thank th- you for checking in. Thanks for checking in, man. I appreciate to, it. Yeah, good to hear everything went good. Thanks, guys. All right, let's get on with our guest this evening. That little we had a little sidebar there. That was pretty cool. Um, our guest this evening is Bryce Adams. A little bit about Bryce. He is from, born and raised, I believe, Troy, Ohio, and attended both Edison College, which I have found out is home of the Chargers. Get it? That makes Thomas sense. Thomas Edison, yeah, Chargers, blah blah sense. blah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Sinclair College. He's a huge <laughs> sports fan. I just hope to God. I'm praying that. Um, the Ohio State Buckeyes are not his favorite team. Nope, not even close. We'll find out here in a sec. And he loves hanging out with his family, of course. He is a technical forensics expert working directly with law enforcement, performing on-scene mapping. And one thing he loves about his position is that he is able to help officers get better at their jobs, there which is go. really, really important. So, Bryce, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. I've been really excited about this episode because I have, I have quite a few questions about what you do, and I've uh, I've been curious about it for quite some time. But before we get there, let's circle back on just a couple a uh, couple bio related items. Uh, favorite Ohio team is not not Ohio State Buckeyes. How's yes, that? Yes, yes. Great news. So if I'm gonna have to say an Ohio team, I'm gonna have to say uh, you know. Roll Bobby's Ohio University. Ohio University, I love he's a, he's it. He's a big yeah, Southern Bobcats. Illinois fan. Who? Yeah, <laughs> Bryce. Oh. Yeah, I am. I have uh, absolutely no idea where that's at, but uh, but I will say, uh, go Irish. So I'm a Notre Dame fan. Oh right, I, uh, I almost wore the jacket. I like tonight. Notre Dame as well. See? I like Notre See? Dame as well. Yeah. So let a me ask. Bit more classy of a fan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So Bryce, I uh, 
I stalked you a little bit on LinkedIn, of course, and I saw, I don't know if this is current or not, you're going to have to let us know, that you were or are on the Dayton Dragons grounds crew. I was for 10 years. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Wow, a little, that's little, pretty cool. Uh, little, just a little thing to do on the weekends and the, and the weekdays. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy's a botanist. I'm sure that was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> so in no, the- I just like... I just I just like to uh, mow a lot of grass. <laughs> um, the, I, 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 the 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 Dayton Dragons are managed by this guy being one of the best names in baseball, Gooky Dawkins. <laughs> yeah, he you know and 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 he has yet to coach a game. So yeah, he just got like, named manager, right? That, right. Yeah, they just got a new manager, and uh, and uh, he's replacing Luis Bolivar, who mm. is now uh, now in the front office with the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you know, 10 years being a part of that organization, um, I'm yeah. sure you kind of rubbed elbows with a couple of the uh, the more famous players. Stayed away from them. Yeah. Kept that's, your distance? That's probably, that's probably <laughs> Kept my choice. distance. I did not, uh, I didn't want to hurt them. I didn't want to trip them. I didn't want to be a part of any kind of multi-million dollar lawsuits. Uh, but I will say I saw I saw plenty of them. Some of the nicest guys, Joey Fado, uh, you know, uh, Michael there in a the hospital bed, he can probably say, uh, go nuts because he is a canadian don't yep. you know the more famous canadians right now right oh absolutely nice yeah. nice well and then we're gonna have to as a mets fan we're gonna have to steal your best player in free agency he's yeah, he, jay bruce no trevor bowers coming our way oh oh man, we got rid of so bruce <laughs> we got rid of him for for steroided cano oh my <laughs> right, gosh right right that that money we freed up is all for uh bauer Hey, next yeah. year is the year for the Mets. Oh, every uh, yeah, I I have a feeling we're going to bring Carrie on in March, and she's going to say he says that every year, and then it goes sideways, and then it's just sad. And, I got a good uh, feeling, man. Is that what she sounds like? Oh, <laughs> I would. You guys have met her. It's pretty accurate, right? I'm just kidding. It's, it says that every year. Oh man. Well, Uncle Stevie's got deep pockets. I'm excited about All right. this year. Hey, so. Fingers crossed for you, buddy. Uh, Hoping for the best. So let's get on with this. Um, Bryce, let's jump into your forensic survey slash mapping career. I'm going to I'm kind of going to establish your credentials here real quick. So bear with me. Um, you've accumulated literally thousands of hours of training in the field of crash investigation, earned your accreditation in crash investigations in 2005, ACTAR. What exactly is ACTAR? What does it stand for? Uh, basically, it's uh, accident uh, crash traffickers actually actually the mm-hmm. actar which is uh, mm-hmm. the accident um collision traffic association okay instruction so, so there is a certification uh, it, for it, it, it is okay it is a it is a certification that requires you, you to continue on ceus and that way it gives you that status of an expert to be able to testify to the to gotcha the Gotcha. I like it. Certified trainer through the Ohio Attorney General's Office and trained numerous future police officers in the area of crash investigations and reporting. Uh, You're considered an expert, as you just mentioned, in the area of crash investigations in both civil and criminal cases. You've traveled the world consulting police agencies and crash investigations in crime crash scene mapping, diagramming, and animations throughout the U.S., Canada, and Europe through visual statement. And that is a Trimble company. Is that correct? That is correct. They're no longer in existence, actually. So Trimble Forensics has taken over uh, that side of the software. Okay. And then, as you just mentioned, you joined the Trimble Forensics team to consult with and train law enforcement agencies around the world in the field of forensic investigation and mapping. So you've traveled quite the path to get to where you are today. Yeah, I've been very fortunate. Very, very fortunate. I never would have thought when I graduated Police Academy in 1993 that... 
I would be exactly in this spot. So. Yep. And you were actually a police officer for a number of years as well, right? Yeah, 16 years. Yes. 16 years. I, uh, I ran the uh, uh, crash reconstruction team, and uh, we did a lot of crime scene mapping as well. I yeah. got to totally sidetrack this. Of course you do. What? With the police academy, was Steve Gutenberg there? He was actually my elite instructor. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, his, his right-hand man was Hightower, actually. Yes. So yes. And Tackleberry. And Tackleberry, yeah. He got thrown out halfway through. Oh, we had a little man. problem there. I can't talk about it. I'm under a non-disclosure. I, I, I still bring that movie up when my wife drives. Again, bringing up the lovely Carrie. You remember Hooks when she's driving through the <laughs> test and she's singing yeah, like Santa Claus is coming yeah. to town. I'm like, Carrie, this is how you drive. So I'm sorry to totally sidetrack at Police Academy. Just uh, that's all right. as soon that's as you right. said it, that's all I could think about was my childhood with those movies that I should not have been watching as a five year old. <laughs> God, I feel so old right now. <laughs> Blame me for that one. All right. So let's get into this. Um so obviously every accident or crime scene is different. And I mean, we are living in a, a 3D world now more than ever. Mm-hmm. So when you like when you come upon or when you get called out to a, a specific scene, I mean, what's what's the approach to determining the methods used in each scenario? Well, I think the officer when he first when he first actually the investigator, we're going to have the, 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 the first responders show out that actually takes the scene and then uh, and then they're going to turn that scene over to the investigator. So, I mean, his first role is to really walk through the scene and make those determinations. You know what you know what is going to be needed here and. Um, and depending on the size of their toolbox, uh, air quotes, um, that's how they're going to make a determination, how they're going to gather the evidence and, and collect the data. And then uh, overall, then present it to the next process, which is the prosecution side. And so you, you mentioned the toolbox there. Um, so what are the different tools that are, are most commonly used? Yeah, I mean, back in the day when I first started, it was obviously a roller tape and tape measure, right? And and pen and paper and and uh, maybe even pencil and paper, depending on how cold it is. Um, but but really, it, it's really advanced into obviously, you know, survey equipment, uh, total stations, you know, um, from from two man up to up to the robotic. And now we're we're talking in the world of scanning, and then we're talking in the world of GNSS, and so and then now even even better, we're talking UAV drone work. Uh, the law enforcement's really tapping into that, you know, that side of things to, to what they call quick scene clearance, um, uh, officer safety regards getting the roads open quicker. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is all, it's all about that. And the more tools you have in that toolbox, it really gives the investigator the ability to collect, not just in one way, but multiple ways to uh, support that data. And, and these different scenarios could be like, Gosh, so many different things. You know, it could be, you know, an accident scene, of course. It could be, yeah. you know, failure of a dam. I mean, there's litigation is everywhere around us. Um, yeah. Talk about some of the different circumstances that you've experienced. Yeah, you know, obviously you're going to have your motor vehicle crashes uh, and, and you're going to have your um, you're going to have your crime scenes, uh, homicides, assaults. Uh, but you're right. You mentioned, you know, dam failure. Um, granted, law enforcement tries to stay out of the civil arena. And when you talk about litigation uh, and liabilities, but yet, it, you know, at some point there probably is going to be some sort of something criminal, especially these days are going to find something criminal before they sue you. Right. So mm-hmm. um, that that law enforcement officer is going to have to document the best that he can in, in whatever in whatever arena or whatever scene that he's been placed into. Um, we work with the Washington State Patrol where they um, they had to train to derailment a few years back. Mm. And it was just an absolute mess. And they were able, because of their size of the toolbox, 
they were able to deploy scanners and, and drones and, and GPS units and map that entire scene. So um, I, I doubt tape measures would have got it done that day. So are we at a point right now where pretty much every, well, I don't want to say every, but most every, I guess, police department has a forensic surveyor or mapper? Yeah, I wouldn't, we want to definitely call it uh, they, a forensics mapper. Um, okay. You know, we, we want to give credit where credit is due, and, and <clears throat> surveyors are definitely credited to being a surveyor. Um, that's one thing that we don't want to confuse in our world. Um, law enforcement's not going to jump into a courtroom and say, yeah, they surveyed the scene. Uh, you know, because there is a lot of stuff that goes into that that they're just not quite educated on. Now, um, however, what we can do is we can say that we mapped the scene. Um, we collected the data and created a map of that particular localized scene. And that way we could actually go back and do, if need be, a reconstruction of that scene. And that's the key term there is reconstruction, having the ability of going back to the scene if need be and place everything back exactly the way it was uh, when, when they arrived. So that's the key there. So you touched on it a little bit. I think you mentioned the word, you know, the liability re involved with, with performing this type of, uh, of mapping, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Along with that, I mean, there's got to be a ton of importance, I guess, put on record keeping, you know, whether it be oh, yeah. notes, you know, field drawings, digital evidence, you know, protecting that data um, when it comes to litigation. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's really no different than any other evidence that's collected, uh, whether it's a, a, a bullet casing or whether it's a skid mark, um, that, that data is going to be protected through the chain of custody. And that chain of custody is something that a police officer eats at and drinks at every single day is being able to protect that evidence and then, and then lock it down and all the way through the process of prosecution if need be. So it really is no different than blood, um, having blood at a scene, DNA, uh, swabs. Um, we consider you know, that single point of data just as valuable as, you know, a DNA swab or a, um, a blood stain analysis or anything like that. So uh, evidence is evidence in our world. So yes, that, that is very critical. Interesting. So uh, these operators, let's call them, that are out there using the various types of equipment that are available to them, the tools per se, are they required to have any type of certification? Yeah, it's always good to, uh, and that's the thing. It's tricky because it really depends on a court jurisdiction. You know, some of the questions that you, I, I looked over, you were asking, you know, from state to state, well, it even breaks it down further than that. It actually breaks it down from literally jurisdiction of cities to counties to townships, depending on that court system. Uh, same way up in Canada, you know, it's, it really is dependent on what are their beliefs. So yeah, we could walk into the state of New York and say, you know what, absolutely, you need certificates to say you can testify to this where you go to uh, New Jersey, possibly, and they, they don't have that type of um, that standard. So if, if you, you know, put your hand on the Bible and, and you're a police officer and you swear to the testimony, sometimes that's all it takes. Mm. Um, but, but we are finding it that as we progress through all of this data that's being collected, as we progress through it, um, defense attorneys are, are um, more... Um, apt to open up the box of saying, are you mm. really certified to collect that data? So for yes. sure. Yeah. I mean, I would think that'd be one of the first questions, you know, if you're on that yeah. side of things, for sure. Um, yep. Slimy guys. Those lawyers, <laughs> right? Slimy people. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. sailors, just people. <laughs> so a along with that, though, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you're, you're using GPS, you're using, in some cases, you know, you, I don't know if they're setting up a base and a rover, they're using VRS or a total station, that type thing. So, um, I mean, how do you, how, how do you, as the person in the field on the scene collecting that data, you know, 
cover your butt, basically, if this does end up in court. It's all about checks. Um, from, the, from the time you set the instrument up, you, um, you want to validate that everything is reading properly, whether you're using GNSS or you're using optical survey. Um, the one thing that we teach is throughout the scene, you're doing some sort of self-check um, with, that, with that instrument. Um, and that way you can actually testify that, you know, every 15 shots that we collect, we're going to go back and we're going to check a known. We're going to check something on the scene that we've validated, whether it's a $10 tape measure from Home Depot that's setting on the scene that we're getting a length of, or we're setting up over you know, continual known points or known pins and checking to make sure that they're reading the same number each and every time. So um, the last thing we want to do is go in there and, and, and just fire the machine up and then start collecting data and then shut it down. Um, because that's how you get your data kind of torn apart, as you guys mm -hmm. probably well know. Mm -hmm. So as much as you're not surveyors, you're mappers, it's it's yep. still legitimate in the courts. It is very legitimate. Yeah, it, it has to be. Keep in mind, um, we're doing everything we can to collect the data. So when we do go to trial, because we expect to go to trial, we're yep. taking that uh, approach that we will have to testify to this data. Um, where I've kind of been told in the past where surveyors are hoping that, you know, that their survey is not going to get to the trial because their survey is so good. Um, I don't know if you can concur with that or you can kind of clear that up, but that's what I've been, um, I've been privy to. I've been blessed to have a lot of surveyor friends now, and they've taught me a lot um, that I can be able to take to law enforcement and, and apply to. But, but that data is so important, and uh, we have to support it, absolutely. Yeah, all really good points. And I'm just, I'm thinking like from an, an attorney's perspective on how I can punch holes in this, you know? <laughs> sure. So it's like, you know, you mention, you know, the use of UAVs and total stations and GPS and things like that. I mean, what, I and mean, you got to keep records of like getting all those tools checked and calibrated and stuff like that. Cause I, I can see being an attorney be like, well, when was the last time that total station was calibrated? When was the last time that drone was checked out? You know, blah, blah, blah. Is that another part of what you do? Yeah, absolutely. I think of it like this. I'm, I'm sure you guys got plenty of speeding tickets in your in your in your day. But before that officer pulled you over and gave you that speeding ticket, you got to realize that what he did is he did a, a real quick check of that radar gun. He checked the calibration of it through tuning forks. Hmm. Um, and then uh, every year, a lot of the states require that those radar guns go out and get calibrated. Um, it's just the checking with the tuning forks to say you're still in check. So just like a radar gun, this these instruments are required to get calibrated or go through a certificate process um, to validate that data. How often um, is that done? So it's supposed to be done every year. There are some agencies, uh, some states only require maybe every two years. <clears throat> okay. um, it's, it's what the officers do during that time, too, to actually check that. So, you know, it's always good practice. Uh, the key term here, it's always good practice that they set the machines up and they, they do their own self-diagnostic checks to make sure the calibration is still valid. Um, sometimes they work a lot with the, the local city or county or state engineer's offices that, that actually can set up some courses to check those those check pins and, mm. and things like that. So, mm. yeah, however that may look. All I hear is Jake's not getting out of his next speeding ticket. It's funny because I did get a speeding ticket once, and they gave me the old tuning fork oh, spiel. So that's man. I'm very familiar with that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was like, uh, yeah, BS, show me the tuning fork. <laughs> yeah. So as a guy that passed the uh, police academy and everything, I was a 16, 17-year-old punk, and I was going 19, supposedly, in a 15-mile-an-hour school zone. Would you yeah. pull me over for that one and give me a ticket? Yes. Well, I'd definitely profile you. Uh, so yeah, exactly. probably, yeah. Uh, uh, so I knew that's profile. where you're going, see, right? I, 
I knew where you were going with that. Wow. So as a punk it, in like a 1981 <laughs> Oldsmobile Delta 88, the car that was like my grandparents, but uh, well, guilty, I'm sure you had a guilty. mullet. You had a mullet too, right? Uh, no, You're I, I smoked. No. no, I had the wings coming out of the hat. Like I always wear a hat, but I had the wings coming out and. No, I yeah. I definitely feel like I was profiled, but it was rightfully so. I was go I slammed on the brakes to get to nineteen. Well, that's not safe either. <laughs> hey, I didn't see the cop. It was a school zone. Yeah, you didn't see the kid. It was like the middle of the day. It's elementary school. It's not like the kids are running all over the place. I still remember that. It was fifteen. It's years all about ago, twenty shoots. Let me teach you a lesson right now. Uh, it's all about what you do when nobody's looking. I, integrity. <laughs> I learned that in ROTC. <laughs> It's, yeah, what, it's not cheating unless you get caught. Yeah, do what's oh, right geez. when nobody's looking. Integrity. If you're not so. cheating, you're not trying, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I live by that. But no, I just, I, <sighs> as soon as he said that with the tuning fort and speed. I, I like, know, oh, I had a, I had a the uh, flashback, flashback yes. as well. <laughs> yes. So funny. All right, let's let's uh, let's get back into this. Let's rein it back in. <laughs> Bring it back in. Shoot. <laughs> All right. I got my um, fishing shirt on. So, I mean, I'm, again, I'm looking at this from a surveyor's perspective. Well, when you're using... You know, whatever technology, um, you know, GPS, total station, or a drone for that matter. I mean, what are you? What 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 is? I say you. What are what are these officers? I guess doing to, um, you know, to ground truth, for example, the, the drone data that's collected. Um, what are they? How do they establish control? I mean, what does that process look like? Yeah, so that's that's a really good point. I mean, that's something that is actually it's so new that. Uh, to be straight up, that there, there's a lot of officers that are flying UAV missions out there and using that data uh, through post-processing software that's not getting ground control. They're just simply using the data, they're, they're processing it, and they're calling it a day. And that's a problem. Uh, you hit on some good, good points there. Um, so it's always, again, best practices to set up as many control, ground control points as you possibly can. Um, one thing we teach is, you know, good spaced out, good triangulation with the with the ground control points, so you get good truth uh, with the processing. And then if you can mix in, obviously, uh, some GNSS to get some good state plane coordinates, um, that that is going to help validate that that UAV um, post processing cloud. Gotcha. And I have to believe that, you know, the again going back to the tools that they have available to them in the toolbox, that the officers yeah. in the larger um, you know, what it was a police jurisdiction jurisdictions whatever have County? a lot more no. tools available to them than mm. the ones out in rural middle of nowhere right are you profiling or <laughs> i am profiling I, yeah you shoots got me started down that path <laughs> yeah no actually you would be surprised uh it really is uh it's really up in the air uh you've got some smaller agencies that just has money oozing out of their ears where you got some bigger cities and bigger mm. jurisdictions that say you know what that money is earmarked for the governor's mansion that needs bulletproof glass. You know, mm -hmm. so you just you just never really know exactly where uh, where the money is. Interesting. Um, well, I'm, I'm skipping ahead just here just a little bit, but I think it's a good time yeah. for this because this is probably yeah. the biggest hole I want to punch in this whole thing, from oh. a surveyor, anyways. Um, you know, I mean, utilizing different technologies, you know, potential legal issues and data collection expertise that's required to collect this geospatial forensic data. How many states require that a, that a surveyor, a registered surveyor in that state be a part of this process? I don't know of any, I really don't. And I think the We've key term there, I know, I know, I, you know what, I know, I know that that's really gonna light up the phone lines, but at the same time, <laughs> you've got to remember, we're not going, uh, we're not trying to take anything out of the surveyor's uh, world. All we want to do is just have a localized area that we want to map 
and we want an XYZ look to it and um, and we want to call it a day and that's that, that sense. Uh, we just want that intersection to be able to go back to and put these cars back to where it was. And, and, and really these guys are using, you know, the best of the best. We have to use the best of the best uh, equipment now because of TV. Um, otherwise we would roll out there with a 12 inch wheel, but now you watch uh, CSIs of the world. They want, they want the scanners. They want the, they want that sub centimeter, that sub, that survey grade technology to, to take, take control of that measurement. So I know, I know I work with a lot of surveyors that for, for several years are scratching their head. Like how are these guys getting away with this? But, but the key is the key is is mapping or mapping. I'm a, I'm one of those guys. Uh, um, I can feel it. So now I'm it. pissed. Hold on. First, I'm freaking pissed because these guys are taking money out of surveyors' pockets. First of all, every hold on. Hold on. Whoa, no, whoa, let whoa. me go. Let me go. I'm on we a gotta, rant. We here. gotta get our phone lines first, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you can go on your rant. But go when ahead. I'm watching the news every night and they show some fatal accident and there's an officer there with a total station, mm-hmm. you know, shooting stuff, whatever. I'm like. That should be a surveyor. Like there should be companies, there should be surveyors that are specifically trained to collect this type of data. That whenever there's an accident, they're like on call. You know, like they're they they have like an on call type contract. It's like, mm. hey, you call cop, you know, fatal accident. Call Kent to Cop Fenley. He's gonna have a crew out there, survey it, certify Shameless it. Don't get used to it. Certify <laughs> it. You know, as it should be surveyed, certified by a licensed professional surveyor. Because I mean, if I was an attorney, I'd be like, Did, was that certified by a licensed professional surveyor who yeah. is you know an expert at collecting that type data and the answer of course is no and be like well, it's no good well maybe it would depend on like the severity like when we talk about like a bridge derailment like maybe that is necessary but when you talk about just like a, a fender a rounder, bender. yeah a car accident well no not well, what, a, a fatal car accident or just like a fender bender fender bender um, who cares they don't, they don't yeah. get surveyed oh okay so <laughs> but, okay. but then there's also the argument of they're just building a local system for what they're doing yeah that's and, exactly right. And these hey, guys are easy mapping. over there. I'm, <laughs> easy oh, over there. You're not a, a surveyor. Using the big terms, we're mapping. <laughs> Let's get Bryce. But, but they're but they're using a local <laughs> system. They're just keeping it very centralized for what they're doing. They're not trying to change the world with this. They're yeah, not. I get it. But if they have got a, they got a total station marks in the ground, if they have a anything, total station yeah. set up. If they got a drone in the air, if they got a terrestrial scanner, so all you're this saying stuff it looks like on. a surveyor, so it must be a surveyor. Yeah. They're measuring, they're measuring, they're measuring, you know, they're measuring, um, you know, whatever the scene encapsulates, I guess. And they're tying it, in most cases, I would think, to the ground. Yeah. Right. As they should. As they should. Yeah. Well, by definition, that's surveying. But they're doing it on their own. They're doing it locally. They're not tying it to state plane necessarily. I need a new co-host immediately. (laughs) Hey, I understand this guy's mapping. I, I, I measure things from... Yeah, but you, you also are required and to have a licensed surveyor on staff. Yeah, but... All right. Hey, well... Proving my point. They're the police. What are you going to do? Bryce, what's your take on this? <laughs> I, I, I'm loving this, actually. I, I really do. I, I really mm-hmm. love this little debate because we have it every day, right? It's just one of those things like, hey, you're just going to have to sit back. Now, I, I will say this. I had this house built. I did not have... Uh, there were a lot of tape measures on the scene when I came out here and built this house. I don't recall a surveyor. So I, I guess maybe that's another area that you could maybe earn some dollars on. I right? would not trust that house. You are living <laughs> on like I guarantee land. you someone I, else's property. It's yeah. not level. It's built in the uh, wrong place. Half half of it's like the neighbor's <laughs> <It's>, land <laughs> legally. Well, I, I, it's not a problem. It's under. It's got wheels underneath it, so <laughs> we're good. I can simply move it. <laughs> 
Oh, so no, I, you, you know what? You, you you have some good points. Uh, you know, it, it, but at the same time, it it is totally localized. It's not. Uh, it's not that we're. It's no different than we did in the in the early '90s with tape measures and roller wheels. I didn't. I didn't hear too many surveyors upset about those days. But I would love to have you. I would love to have you come out. And, I can hear uh, this guy's anger, and I. I can I can no, acquiesce I think, both sides. I think he's of being it. very democratic about it. I mean, he's oh, trying no, to he understand. was talking about your anger. But oh, yeah. my anger? No, you're, you're, oh, coming my out, anger. You're, you're coming out strong. <laughs> I, I can Where's, see both sides of it of having it signed, sealed, delivered, hmm. essentially. Court can't argue with that, but yeah. they're not arguing with what they're doing because they yeah. have their. But maybe 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 these attorneys don't term. know better. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe oh, you should God. go write to me. What do you start? Go right what do you these. start now? Yeah, I'm mean, like, I mean, if I was There's you, your angle. If I was There's you, I would right say there. first thing is this certified by a surveyor. You I, should be an attorney. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Maybe I should. I'm gonna shameless plug and call Byron Brown the anti-lawyer lawyer. That local <laughs> dude with all his big <laughs> tattoos on his arms. Have you seen that dude? Is he the Lock Tigers? No, he's the anti-lawyer lawyer. I saw his billboards. Oh yeah, there's one by my house. I pass it all the time. He's got like this big gavel and he's yeah. got his arms all tattooed with no sleeves i'm like that guy's a lawyer and i uh, would trust him to be my lawyer less than i would trust bryce to, <laughs> to survey something for me <laughs> oh man yeah. it's so funny so funny so i'm giving you the vouch on that one bryce yeah i appreciate it and i'll try to talk to that uh, cop that gave you that ticket 19 oh that was that was uh was terrible man that was probably 18 years ago but here's, okay. here's the deal again you know coming from a, a a professional surveyor's perspective. I know there is a shit ton of people that feel the same way that I do. Oh, absolutely. But they're just like, you know, that's law enforcement. You're never going to break that or anything. They're going to do whatever the heck they want, whatever. But um, I just I just see like there's still an opening there for for surveyors. Honestly. There's an opening for lawyers to open that that loophole. And then you guys can, I guess, can, can I work that way in. But yeah. until then, the way they're doing it now works. Yeah. I get so, it. I get it. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So like when, when, um, you know, someone like yourself or one of these trained officers comes, you know, arrives in a, so are they just, Hmm, let me back up here just a minute. Cause I'm thinking about this. Uh -oh. So the yeah. officers the, the that gears are, gears are spinning. The officers, <laughs> calm down, yep. calm deep breath. <laughs> these, uh, these geospatial forensic mappers, um, are they, are they like your everyday officers or are they trained specifically to do just that? Well, I, 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 it's that's an interesting t uh, term, geospatial forensics expert mapper. Uh, we're 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 just we're simply creating a diagram. So we're crime scene mappers. Um, granted, we are in we are in some spatial, but typically it's we're just mapping a scene. We're just marking our evidence. That's all we're doing. But yes, they are typically uniformed officers at one point in their career that have been promoted through the chain of advanced investigators. Um, sometimes you have some civilians um, that are that are working for the crime lab um, that will take the measurements as well. Um, you know, they're going to come in and do stain analysis. They're going to come in and do the you know the, the the bullet trajectories and things like that. So there's just there there's a lot of stuff into the whole diagramming process that um, you know uh, it's not just we're we're just not sticking a, a pin in the ground and, and calling that a mark. I mean, mm -hmm. there are some techniques that we have to get to proper angles with the measurements and 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 such like that. So I'm sure you could do it. If yeah, you, I tell you what, I can put you on a call out list there uh, there in your area, and uh, I'll have one of the officers call you at three thirty in the morning, and you can come out and help us stake it out. How's that sound? I would love to do that. 
Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Can I? Mess? I, I mean, it's I good, seriously, would, I would seriously like to to do that at least one time to say yeah. that I've taken uh, can I, taken can part I, in that. Can I locally map it? Not three thirty in the morning, <laughs> though. Not three thirty in the morning. Let's make no, it like like see, seven no. a.m. would work. Three thirty in the morning's fine. <laughs> get you get know your me. day started right. <laughs> yeah. No, I would yeah. I would geospatially locally locate this thing and not <laughs> tie it to a pin or something like that. That yeah. that would be yeah. my contribution. There would be uh, no yeah. signing or sealing on this thing. Dude, but. you and I are going to fight after this. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just trying to, to yeah, poke the, just I'm, I'm just poking the bear at this point, and it's just fun. <laughs> but no, yeah. I would but, uh, th- at 3.30 in the morning, call me. I would enjoy the hell out of that. You're probably still for, on a walk. For yeah. one time, and oh, yeah. then it's going to get oh, old Oh, the next quick. day, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, don't call me again. <laughs> That's a one-timer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a top shelf celly, boy. <laughs> um, what was I going to ask you? I, no, oh, man. you got now, me so now, sidetracked. I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I, I got you off. Yeah. Um, so Winner. Let me ask. Yes. Let me ask you this. So, you know, there's. Um, let's see. We talked about that one already. <laughs> With all the, <laughs> you got me soft, Jack. I'm so pissed right now. Yeah, it's all um, right. Again, deep yeah. breath. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake can edit and revise. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, no, we we don't want any editing on this we one. We need all the emotion. <laughs> yeah. So the um, the technology is advancing so rapidly, right? I mean, now even like the iPhone 12 Pro, whatever, has has lidar built into it. You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess I could get to the point where like, if you're in an accident. You could you go out scan there. Your own? You could scan your own accident, right? And submit that to the insurance company. Yeah, pretty much. That's I don't insane. think so because you're not a practicing licensing surveyor. So. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. no. Nailed it! No. Yes, <laughs> he beat me to the punch. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> That's true. You're biased in that oh, regard. Oh, uh, if you but step yeah. out and. Well, I guess like I would step out and then I'd call Kent and be like, "Hey, I'm doing this. Come on over here and seal this for me." <laughs> and I would be like, "Was it done under the tutelage?" <laughs> no, I would under- say, "I'm doing it. It's 3:30 in the morning. Get your ass out here and seal this." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, with technology, though, I mean, honestly, I mean, I think like maybe not every like fender bender and shit like that. But if there's you know a fatality or there's so many different crime scene scenarios that are out there. I mean, I think every like police department should have like a, just a terrestrial scanner. And yeah. Every single scene should just be scanned, you know, because like you're mentioning like bullets, trajectory and stuff like that, where a bullet enters a house or whatever. I mean, all that stuff can be picked up with a scanner, you know, it's, Instead uh, it's of those pretty little, amazing. Like uh, arches that they put out, the little the like, evidence, yeah, the, little the things, one yeah. through like with 38 yeah, of right, all the shell yeah. casings. And yeah. I watched a lot of live PD. When that yeah. show you do. You on. really do. I can, I can smell it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not on Is that anymore. So, did they take that show off? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think it may be coming we back. It's crazy. Oh, I love that show so it's much. Crazy. I miss it. So Bryce, let's focus on you. Um, Technology again, you know, advancing so rapidly. Like I said, you know, with uh, with lidar on the iPhone, and I'm it's going to continue on way beyond that. But so, what are you most excited about, and what concerns you the most as it pertains to technology and forensic mapping? Well, now I'm kind of concerned that I'm going to have a <laughs> attorney have knocking a, at your door. <laughs> I'm have a surveyor uh, serve me some papers here. So I, I know people. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I, w- what I'm probably most excited about is just the technology. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing how fast and how rapid it's actually getting out here. And um, now that also leads into the next question is, what's my greatest fear? Um, shiny toys. Uh, I think if we if we have that shiny toy, that's one thing cops are really, really good at is taking that shiny toy and trying to find a, a way to wedge it into an, an investigation. And the next thing you know, they're using that toy 
and they're going to get their their case thrown out of court mm. uh, because if they just they didn't have the the right abilities, the right training, the right certifications to to, to actually testify to the analysis, right? So um, that shiny toy can get you into trouble, but boy, it's pretty exciting to see all the new shiny toys that's coming out. Yeah, for sure. So talk about a little bit about Trimble's uh, forensic group. Yeah, so uh, you know we were we were developed uh, about four years ago. Um, uh, my boss, his dad was a cop for forty five years, and asked one question: Why does Trimble not have uh, stuff for cops uh, des- designated strictly for cops? And and that's where it all kind of started in a in a, in a conversation at the dinner table. Hmm. And uh, so so uh, you know he 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 said you know what we need to build things for cops that have that speak the cop language. Um, the one thing about it is when I bought all the gear, I bought it from a, a surveyor and I had to learn your guys' talk, you know, the your, your speak, your, the jargon. Yeah. We had to learn the jargon to understand, you know, what was a traverse? What was a, you know, what, how are you doing this? And, you know, how are you, um, moving from station to station? We had to figure that out and weed our way through it because we're not a practicing licensed surveyor and, um, and understand how, where it was going to go. So with the, with Trimble forensics, um, everybody's a cop. And everybody's an investigator, and we know the problems. We know where you're going to come into the problem at court, and we want to nip the problems in the courtroom. We want to fix it out at the scene. Uh, so that's the big thing: is we're dedicated just for the blue. Um, mm. Quite frankly, that's pretty so. cool. That yeah. that is a cool department to literally dedicate yourselves to that, and that's commendable. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you very much. They uh, they they deserve more credit than what they're getting lately, and um, no they, they do a heck of a job for everybody. So they need to not give me any more tickets. We'll work on that. Whatever right. else they want to do is fine. Well, now that you're like a big <laughs> podcast co-host, oh, I know. Now they're gonna pull me over. Do you not I'm know gonna, who I am? I'm gonna I'm gonna say, <laughs> you call producer Jake. Yeah. He's gonna get me out of this one. I do not need this harassment from you. Profiling. Yeah, and then in Profiling, wor- no worst profile. case scenario, I say, call Bryce. <laughs> yeah. He'll no, forensics the hell out of this thing, and I'm yeah. going to go home quietly <laughs> without a ticket. Good so, stuff. So, Bryce, do you guys have, uh, like, uh, like regional forensics people, or how does that work? Yeah, so we obviously Trimble, we work through our distributors, our local distributors around the around the country and around the world, really. So um, those distributors work with us directly, and, they, and a lot of them have technical experts that are retired law enforcement that go out and work with the law enforcement officers. So depending on your area and who that distributor might look like, uh, you're going to get somebody from that area. Otherwise, I'm usually either in a car or on a plane heading out to talk to, uh, to, to law enforcement directly one-on-one. Well, next time you're in Maricopa County, you know who to look up. Yeah, yeah no, I, <laughs> totally. It, it would be really cool though to pick your brain. Oh, absolutely. Oh man, awesome, yeah. this is already no, I, absolutely. So. Let's, let's yeah. do it over Pepsi sometime. Yep, uh, for Pepsi? sure. Well, no, yeah, we, come on now. Or a bullet, <laughs> a, a Pepsi, and a drive home safely. Of course, <laughs> we don't want to mess around with that. We'll but we'll, uh, PC, yeah. we'll transport you via drone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you have obviously listened to a few of the episodes, so you know this one's coming. Uh, what motivates you, and do you have a mantra that you live by? Wow. Uh, so what motivates me? What does really motivate me? Um, actually, Besides public safety, of course. Yeah, no, no, no. It, whatever I do each day that I'm tasked to do, and this is really going to sound corny, and uh, but uh, I definitely want to do it my best. Uh, so... If I'm going to be getting up, I'm going to give it everything that I have. So I guess uh, my mantra would be anything worth doing is worth overdoing. So um, mm. 
that's typically the way I do things. And, um, you know, it's gotten me this far. So yeah. And, and that, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say on that note, I mean, I'm, I'm curious what you, what you think about this. Cause it just happened to me. Mm, gosh, it was last week. As a matter of fact, I woke up and I'm just like, Oh man, I don't have a lot going on today. You know, it's hard to get motivated, blah, blah, blah. But then all of yeah. a sudden it's like, I, I consciously like changed my mindset. I'm like, you know what? Even though I've got anything going on today, something good's going to happen. Right. And I had like oh, yeah. all these positive thoughts, blah, blah, blah. And sure as shit. By the end of the day, I'm like, Oh my God, that was like one of the most productive days ever. Yeah. It happens, yeah, right? It's all wow, mindset. Just, Power of positivity. Just, very, very, very much so. Yeah, that just got very Dr. Phil in here all of a sudden. So uh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. I'll, I'll take I, that. I need, the, that. I need the accent for the Dr. Phil. I don't do that. Sure shit. Good <laughs> stuff. Oh, man. All right, all right. So, I mean, honestly, I don't have anything else to really touch on. Do you got anything else, Bryce, you want to add that maybe we haven't talked about? Yeah, no, I, I, I really don't. Um, the, the one thing I will say, though, is is if there are those interested surveyors out there that want to get involved with us, like like Kent yourself there, yep, um, for sure, it's not to say you can't. Um, you know what, if it, you come to some of our trainings and, and understand how we're doing things and, and, and your insight to how you do things would be would be awesome. Uh, real quick story. The one thing I learned, uh, you guys would understand this. The one thing I learned from a surveyor was uh, all about backsites. And uh, the one thing that we used to do is shoot like a 30 foot backside, if you could believe mm, that. Not good. And uh, not good at all. Right. And not I good. asked that. Not I good boys. Surveyor buddy. <laughs> exactly. I asked him, so what's the deal with that? He says, well, you want that to be the longest measurement, right? It's because that's going to be the least accurate. So, yep. so that's what you always want to refer to. So those little things right there for, for the surveyors that want to pull up to a crash scene, um, you know, obviously do it gently so you don't get leather cleared on you. But mm. um you know, jump out and, and give us some insight. And so we'll be willing to take it. Wow. I think, I think there's a open door there for surveyors yeah. to kind of like coexist with the forensics folks and Why not, provide right? some, uh, some guidance. It's a brotherhood. It is between a, all a, yeah. of us. For sure. And, yeah. and next time Bryce is out here, we're doing this stuff with him. Absolutely. No question. I, I'm interested. I like it. I like it a I lot. Like it. <laughs> all right. Shoot. You got anything else, buddy? Uh, No. Producer Jake, you I got anything? No, sounds is, good. Uh, is Mr. Thompson still on? He is. Mike, can you get yeah, a couple uh, words? Mike, do you want to do you want to get any questions or anything you want to add? Uh, I, I missed. Did you sign Trimble up as a friend of the program? <laughs> We're working on Ooh. it. <laughs> oh, okay. Very oh, good. Wait a, oh man, this I've got. Uh, I, know, I think double friend think, of the program. I think. I think his morphine wore off. <laughs> 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 now that I've got up the ridge, doesn't make you a plumber comment. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now that um, I've got Bryce's email, uh, we'll, we'll hit him up for sure. Oh my yeah, goodness, yeah. this guy's all, right. all business. Excellent, Excellent show. Like, what a great idea. Great. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. It, it, this was a good time. I, I really love it. And I would be more, more than happy to be more involved. Yeah, we'll definitely do it again. And uh, Michael, thanks for joining us, man. I'm glad you're doing well, buddy. Thank you. All right, all right. So that'll do it, boys. Great job as always. Need one more. Had all a blast. Right. What do you got? One more. All right. All right. All right. All right. There we go. <laughs> Check <laughs> us out at thegeoholics.com. Follow us on all reputable social media outlets by searching for the Geoholics and download all of our podcasts from the most popular podcast hosting sites. There Don't forget to download the Geoholics app from LSU. That'd be Lance Rivers United. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Email us at info at thegeoholics.com if you want to come on as a guest on a future show or have an idea as a topic. Greta Van Fleet, 
Safari song available everywhere. I guess since we can't go see Led Zeppelin, we'll go see these guys. Please don't forget to support our friends of the program every chance you get. Always pay it forward. Add value, make friends. Most importantly, be safe and healthy, everybody. All right. Once again, thank you to our friends of the program, Bad Elf GPS. Find them at bad-elf.com. Land Surveyors United, landsurveyorsunited.com. LIDAR News at lidarnews.com. Parkland College Land Survey Program, parkland.edu slash surveying. Unifly, U-N-I-F-L-I dot A-E-R-O. Diamondback Land Surveying at diamondbacklandsurveying.com. Advanced Geodetic Surveys at agsgps.com. Tiger Supplies at tigersupplies.com. Cyanic Automation at getjobbook.com. Safety Apparel, you can find them at safetyapparel.us. And finally, Get Kids Into Survey at getkidsintosurvey.com.